Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. It is another week with another podcast and I am so grateful for your faithfulness to listen and for the grace that was extended to me last week when there was no podcast. Every time I do a podcast that's a little bit heavy, a little bit weighty, I have to rebalance myself, but it is all great because Jesus still sits on the throne and we are here. are now listening to the voice of Tamar with Vanessa Santiago. Y'all, I share often, I'm very transparent about the fact that I have been in therapy and it's almost going to be a year. April 7th of last year, my brother was murdered. I'm going to share that until the person who killed him is arrested because I do believe that God is a just God. But at that moment, I was processing healing. I was going through a lot of different things. And when that happened, it was kind of like the last drop of water that just shattered me. And I told myself either I was going to go to therapy or I was going to lose my mind. And since losing my mind was not an option because I have two children that I have to care for, I decided to go to teletherapy. And so that's when you kind of meet your therapist on a private Zoom room. And so that was a benefit for me for multiple reasons. One, I didn't really trust people. I mean, why trust people? But I didn't trust just sharing my business with somebody who wasn't my friend. However, medical professionals and therapists are ones who are equipped to really help you navigate through tough things beyond your normal circle. And so as I'm meeting with my therapist through telehealth, I was able to establish a trust with her. And also just kind of doing it over a screen made it really impersonal. And so I was able to just get comfortable and not deal with the awkwardness of the intimacy that happens when you're in a room with a therapist by yourself and so we did that for about a solid six months before the restrictions for COVID began to really open up and all along from the beginning of therapy up until this week we have been working very hard one of the things that happens when you have experienced forms of violation rape molestation child porn or trauma in any way shape or form as a child is that you start life off at a disadvantage. Your formative years are being molded by trauma. And so the structures that are put in place for you to have a healthy life, healthy relationships, and healthy habits are kind of shattered due to trauma. Your perspective is jaded. Your emotional health is stunted. Your growth and maturity is stunted. And so I always think about this scripture in Matthew 4, 24 and 5. It says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be a wise man who builds his house on a rock. And the rain fell and the flood came and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And so when I would read that scripture, y'all, I would tell myself like, Lord, but I, I mean, I wasn't founded on the rock. I'm standing on pebbles pebbles why because the rock that i should have been standing on was beat down by the hammer of trauma and lack of parental guidance for a number of reasons and so i'm just like it's just a pebble i just have pebbles that i'm standing on pebbles that hurt my feet pebbles that are not stable pebbles that do kind of push me to and fro when the winds and waves kind of come in because there's no sturdy foundation I mean, I'm just not okay with that. I haven't been okay with that, which is why I have been aggressively trying to heal before therapy, but even more so as I have been in therapy. When I decided to go through this healing journey, y'all, I had to focus on Jesus. 
One thing that I realize about trauma is that it will have you focus all of your attention on different things that have nothing to do with the healing of your soul so that you can satisfy. What does that mean? If I have a successful marriage, then I'm healed in your mind. That's what you try to convince yourself. If I have a good career, then I'm healed. Like that's what satisfies you striving to meet goals, striving to accomplish all these things. And then when you get those things, you're just constantly on this hamster wheel of accomplishing the next thing to satisfy temporarily the wounds that you have. You can see this manifesting itself in relationships. You can see it manifesting itself in the things that you buy. You can see it in your desires. There's just so many different ways that it can manifest itself. But I have been trying to keep my mind on Jesus and it has not always been the most successful journey. I will never be on this podcast talking about how I was able to overcome and do things just, you know, without effort or without fail because I am not in the business of playing myself however <laughs> when you read isaiah 26 and 3 it says you will keep in perfect peace all those who trust in you all those whose thoughts are fixed on you and so when i decided to heal i had on glasses that would only let me see jesus i didn't look to the left i didn't look to the right or try it i mean i wasn't always perfect in it but that was my intention to not look to the left or right to not compare my healing journey with anybody else's healing journey but to focus on jesus if i fell i still focus on jesus you know, so I just have constantly be, been on a wheel to do that. Why? So that my intentions, my motives, my my being would not veer off from the fact that my soul needed healing in order for me to be successful in any other area of my life. One of the most hardest lessons I've had to learn in this journey is that I had to take my time. Healing is a layered approach, y'all, and I talk about that so many times because I never want anybody to be like, I should have been further along by now. You're exactly where God wants you to be now. If you find yourself in cycles of disappointment where you're experiencing the same thing over and over again, you need to have a reality check. You might be repeating a specific board in the game of your life because you are missing a direction that God has given you. But when you feel like you are constantly progressing and moving in the direction in which the Lord would desire for you to go, at times he takes us to the scenic route. You can get on the expressway and get there fast, but y'all, the expressway is a pebbled type of uh, foundation. However, that scenic route, you get to learn things and experience things and see things that will solidify your healing. Taking your time is so needed when you're going through this process. And another thing that really kept my eyes focused on Jesus as I was in my healing journey, and I'm still going to continue to be in my healing journey. I just so happen to be in a hill right now, hills and valleys. Valleys are tough times, but hills are when you're able to see that you've achieved a thing and that you've really allowed God to just heal you through that specific layer. So now that I'm on the hill of this, I can see with a better perspective. But at times when I was in the valley, I had to really focus on the promises of God. So one of the things that I had to be intentional about doing is asking God, what does my future hold? Why? Because then I had something to look forward 
tune. There were moments, y'all, where I did not want to heal for my kids. I didn't want to heal for my pastors. I didn't want to heal for nothing. Like, I just didn't, I just was tired. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was frustrated. But something about the promises of God, something about the idea that somebody would not have to go through the struggle that I went through, feeling like they were alone in this journey of healing, something about the idea that I would help them navigate through that, y'all, really encouraged me to move forward when I felt like there was no other reason to continue my healing journey. And so, yeah, now that I've reached this milestone, I am so excited. <laughs> I have been meeting with my therapist every single week since April 10th. And we have now upgraded to me meeting her every three weeks. Why? Because I've progressed. And so we believe that I can journey a little bit more on my own and process my feelings in a more healthy way. A lot of that was full of me just really dealing with grief. But, you know, we threw the trauma in there and the violation in there. And it's just all been helpful. And so after a year of being intentional and going to therapy weekly, I have seen the results of my hard work. What does that look like? Something is different in me. I mean, right now, I feel like I'm walking into the confidence that God has desired for me to walk in all my life. I feel like I have a degree of boldness for my purpose and destiny. I feel like I have drive. I feel like I'm not self-sabotaging. I believe that I'm beautiful. I believe that I deserve great things. And people are starting to take notice. One of the things that also comes as a benefit when you decide to heal is that you begin to attract the right kind of people, the right kind of relationships. Y'all know, I mean, and if you don't know, then I'll just explain to y'all that one of the biggest pitfalls for me in my healing journey was horrible relationships. I have dealt with some because of my brokenness and I could blame them um, or I can take into account the fact that my brokenness and my lack of knowing my self-worth put me in positions where I would settle for less. But things are changing and God is just sending people to quality in my direction. But I think it's just really important for you to know that this journey that you take of healing has a promise. It has an end product. And I have not arrived. When I say end product, I have not arrived. There are things that God, I'm sure, will still bring up and will still refine and still work through. But this idea of me being on my hands and knees crawling through barbed wire trying to heal and remove the shards of glass that have been in my heart or the idea of feeling like I wasn't worth anything is no longer the case for me and that's a beautiful thing and I don't say that to gloat y'all because I have learned that when you enter into spaces of pride that is a really nice opportunity for the devil to come in and smack you down and let you know that you're not as perfect as you thought you were. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I want you guys to see through my life that when you submit yourself to God, he will transform you. And it hurts and you're frustrated and you have to walk away from people and you have to do things and let go of the things and begin to maybe not listen to the kind of music that you like to listen to or not go to certain parties that you know you're going to be tempted at or not talk to guys that you would like to get attention from after a certain time. But after you have really submitted yourself to God for a process of healing, there is a reward. And so that is my hope and my desire from just sharing all the really great things that God is doing within me and has done within me, y'all. And another thing that really has been beneficial for me is books, 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 books. Shameless plug. Y'all, I have a website. It is Vanessa dash, not underscore, but dash Santiago.com. On my website, if you go under the book 
tab, you will see that I have a list of books that I have read. They're not books that my friends recommended to me. They are books that I not only have read once, but read twice, highlighted, and prayed over myself. And so books, books, books is something that I have been super intentional about reading, y'all. I already shared hard cutoffs and hard conversations have been something that I've been super intentional about in my healing process. And I really desire for anybody under the sound of my voice who wants to heal to really experience the fullness of that. But it requires 100% of your commitment to yourself. And can I let y'all know that busyness is really an enemy to your healing? With my healed going to every three weeks versus every one week self, y'all, this week has been a hard smack in the face. You know that you could be doing a good thing, a God thing, but still not prioritize it well. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. However, it has really given me the opportunity to slow down and ask God what is most important for you. And when I tell y'all I have been able to be way more effective in my to-do list and the things that I've had to do because I've submitted myself to God and asked him to navigate my days, I have been productive. I mean, I've just had a level of productivity. And so just know that there are moments where God really wants you to slow down so you can spend time with yourself. And your busyness is really you avoiding stillness so that you can hear what the voice of God has to say to you. And so my challenge to you this week, am I allowed to give challenges? Um, I'm going to. <laughs> so my challenge to you this week is to slow down. Take one day to spend with God. And I'm not saying take off of work. I'm saying don't have a get together with your friends, maybe stay off of social media, maybe be intentional about listening to, to music that doesn't have songs in it. Cause if y'all anything like me, if a good song come on, you're going to sing to it, but just some soak music, um, with no sound and really ask God, what is his desire for you in this season? Cause I promise you that the God that I serve will reorder your day's structure and you will be not only more productive, but you will feel more accomplished when you put your head down at night. So I want to wrap this podcast off here. And I'm just going to pray for you guys because that's what I love to do. So Father, I just thank you, God, that your word says in Isaiah 26 and 3 that you will keep in perfect peace those who trust you. And so God, we declare that in this season of healing, we trust you, God. Even if somebody under the sound of my voice is not at the place where I explained um, today after some intentional work, God, I think if they have hope for tomorrow, God, that they would be in perfect peace because they trust you, because their thoughts are fixed on you, Father. I thank you, God, that we will be a people that desire to have our house built on rocks, that we would not be people who stand or build our homes on pebbles, Father, but that we would take the hand that was dealt to us that we didn't deserve, Lord, and that we would begin to ask you to cement those pebbles together to make us whole, to put the broken pieces of our heart together to under, help us understand our self-worth, to bring us out of places of insecurity, God, so that we can stand on a solid rock, Father, so that when the rain falls and the flood comes and the winds blow and it beats on the house, God, we would have such a strong foundation in you, such a resolve in you that we would not be tossed to and fro, God. I thank you that like James 4 and 7 says, Father, that we will submit ourselves to you, God, and that we will resist the enemy, which means temptation or fear or anger or resentment, those things that would want to keep us from our healing process and journey, God. And just like you are uh, faithful to us, God, that as we resist the enemy, he will flee. I thank you for the strength and courage of everybody under the sound of my voice. I thank you that they will build 
on you, Father God. And in the moments where they're feeling weak, they will continue to push forward. God, knowing that even if they're in a valley right now, that your desire is for them to make it up the hill, God. And so I thank you for the strength to endure. I thank you for feet feet that will continue to move forward. I thank you for hearts that will remain sensitive to your desire. I thank you for minds that are stayed on you. I thank you for eyes that are focused on the prize. And I thank you for ears that are circumcised to hear the voice of the Lord in this season. I thank you that anybody under the sound of my voice would raise their hands in surrenderance to you and ask you what it is that you desire for them to do in this season to reach the amount and degree of fullness that you desire for them. I thank you. I bless you and I honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for listening. I will say though, y'all, that we are ending, we are reaching the end of this season. So we will have a few more episodes before the season is over and then I'll take a brief break before we jump into season three. Thank you all so much for your continued support. Please share this podcast with other people. You never know who it will help to have the courage to begin a healing journey. Have a blessed day and until next week.